This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our latest look at the Kansas City Royals. I am joined by Jeffrey Flanagan. So, Jeffrey, the Royals are in what I think is a pretty weird spot, really. Uh, you know, so much of what they've done uh, in recent years has been geared around this window of contention, and we're talking about legitimate contention for a World Series title, of which they won one, of course, in 2015. And then, you know, in the winter after 2015, they, they continued that, that track of, of really emphasizing 2016 and 2017. But at the same time, uh, they are left with some expiring assets after 2017. You know, they spent more money than, than maybe uh, we're accustomed to seeing from the Royals uh, in, in 2016 and did not net a postseason berth. And, you know, you already see Dayton Moore kind of saying that you know, they, they, they can't uh, entertain any, any wild, you know, financial proposals here this offseason. So they just seem to be in this weird spot of, uh, you know, definitely a mindset of contention, but at the same time there, there could be opportunities to move some expiring assets What's your outlook for this offseason? Yeah, it's really going to be interesting. Like you mentioned, there's a lot of guys up for free agency, and they've got to sit and kind of determine how they're going to rank them and who they want to keep and who they can keep. Um, and uh, you mentioned the payroll, too. They, they spent a lot of money last year. Uh, they didn't get the postseason benefits uh, financially for that. So, uh, you know, Dayton's mentioned many times this offseason that he's going to have to kind of curb the payroll, and that's one of the reasons why you saw Kendris Morales go elsewhere uh, you know they, they did not offer qualifying offers to either him or Edison Volquez for the danger of one of them might take it you know for 17 million so uh, they won't get any draft picks there uh, they got a lot of decisions to make this offseason they've kind of started a little bit they've, they've opened up talks with Danny Duffy uh, for a long-term deal and that makes a lot of sense considering his age and, and how good his arm is um, they've got some pieces they could possibly move but I really would be a little bit surprised if you see any big, big, splashy moves just because you mentioned that window, and they're fully aware that they really, with this team, with this nucleus, they could get back to the World Series this year. Uh, so, you know, there's been a lot of rumors about Wade Davis and, you know, maybe some other guys, Lorenzo Kane or whatever, but uh, I'd be a little bit surprised. You know, Dayton told me last week at the GM meetings that he's in, he's in no hurry to break up this team, so... Uh, I think some of the, a lot of the moves are going to be very subtle ones. Yeah, I, I tend to agree because it just seems like as as much as there would be, I mean, it would be a great market for Wade Davis. We all know that. Um, there'd be the market for Mike Moustakis would be interesting. Uh, you know, even though he's coming off an injury, but um, it, it just seems like those would be counterintuitive based on everything we've known about this team the last couple of years. And um, you know, they, they certainly have the seeds of a contender uh, if things can break right, but they're going to have to be smart about it, no doubt. Um, you mentioned Morales walks. He goes to Toronto uh, three years, $33 million. And, uh, you know, you, the, the Royals not extending the qualifying offer certainly helped Morales in, in, 
terms of his market moving quickly because he wasn't tied to a draft pick. Right. Um, but what were your thoughts on, on, on his departure and, and how do the Royals fill that spot now? Well, I, I thought that uh, uh, the third year of that deal probably was the deal breaker on the Royals side. I mean, they had interest in bringing Kendris back because, hey, as a small market team, you just don't replace that kind of production. You know, with the home runs and RBIs he had over the last two years, it's going to be really hard to replace. And uh, I think if it had been a, you know, a two-year deal or something like that, they might have been able to squeeze some kind of deal out. But Kendris went for that third deal. Toronto was willing to do do it. So uh, they've got to fill that hole now. And they've talked about internal solutions. Uh, Chesler Cuthbert, who filled in for Moustakis last year, uh, is one of the options uh, to be not necessarily a full-time DH, but kind of man that position uh, four or five days a week. And they've talked about using kind of a floating DH and having guys like Sal Perez get a half day off and be a DH, a Haas, a Lorenzo Cain. So they have that option. But, you know, I've covered Dayton long enough to know that this was their plan two years ago, right before they signed Kendris Morales. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if they find some, you know, DH that we haven't even thought of. Maybe that's been off everyone's radar for a while. He comes back and hits 20 home runs for the Royals next year. So I, I, I don't put that past him. I think, you know, really, as they sit down with the organizational meetings, they're probably trying to look at a full-time DH just because that's really the way to go. It's going to be tough, I think, to, to match that kind of production, just floating that DH uh, around. I can't think about uh, where the Royals are at competitively and, and Carlos Beltran at the end of his season and, and being yeah. a free agent. It just seems like, I mean, that's the sentimental fit. I don't know if it's a financial fit, but, boy, if, if there's a, a sentimental fit in this marketplace, that's the one. I agree completely. I mean, if you, I see some numbers floated out there that he'd be willing to do like a one-year deal for eight to ten million. I don't know if those are crazy numbers or not, but that, that would kind of be in the Royals' wheelhouse. And you know, he had a really good offensive year last year. And if he could finish his career in Kansas City with a one-year deal uh, for that kind of money, uh, I think they'd sign him tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, so you wrote for uh, the Royals' website an article on Alex Gordon. Chris Young and Joaquin Soria are all bounce-back candidates uh, for 2017. All had uh, rough seasons in 2016 that contributed to the Royals' fall from grace and, and inability to get back to October. Uh, I know you talked to Dayton Moore for that piece, but what are your thoughts on that trio? Uh, they're going to have to have them have bounce-back years, obviously. And it really starts with Alex Gordon. Uh, for, for all their offensive woes last year, a lot of it started with, uh, with number four in left field. Uh, you know, just a really uncharacteristic year for him, hitting what in the 220s, uh, 17 homers, 40 RBIs. Uh, you know, he did miss five weeks because of injuries, but uh, uh, Dayton fully expects him to bounce back and have a more typical, you know, Alex Gordon year. And the other guy, you know, Joaquin Soria, who they signed to a three-year, $25 million deal to, to shore up their bullpen and ended up just having the opposite effect. So, uh, as they look forward, uh, they've got to have, they've, they've talked a lot about, you know, shoring up that bullpen again and getting a shutdown bullpen this off season, and it's going to have to start internally there with Joaquin Soria having a bounce back year, and and Chris Young too. Uh, you know, after such a terrific 2015, Dayton described him as the MVP of the pitching staff, and he came back uh, last year and just had all kinds of problems. Uh, he's had some surgery in the off season, so maybe some of it was injury related. Uh, but they need that trio definitely to have, come back and have have big years. You mentioned the bullpen, and uh, there's there's been transition there. Um, Greg Holland is now uh, a, a free agent. Um, I know it's a, a market 
you're monitoring just from the standpoint of, of him being such a prominent member of the Royals pen in the past. Uh, what's the latest on Greg Holland and his recovery and, and his availability? Yeah, he had that showcase uh, while we were down in Scottsdale, Arizona at, uh, at Grand Canyon University. And I think uh, anywhere from 10 to 20 scouts there, if you believe Scott Boris, there was, you know, 400 scouts there, but uh, I think it was probably closer to 10 to 15. And, and uh, he threw about 30 or 35 pitches. Uh, his velocity started out in the upper 80s and, and started to touch uh, the lower 90s at the end. Now that's way down from the Greg Holland we're used to seeing here in Kansas City when he was hitting 95, 96. And when he was really amped up, he could hit 98, 99. So uh, that's a, a market difference. Now it's, you know, not necessarily early in his rehab, but he's got four months left before spring training to maybe build a, bl- a little bit more arm strength. Uh, I think there's definite interest on the Royals' part. Uh, they'd certainly like to see that velo get back up a little bit because that that velo was right where he was at when he was hurt. So, yeah. um, you know, and it's, it's not all about velo either. You know, it, there's command issues too. And I guess his slider from a couple scouts told me looked pretty good. So uh, there's interest, uh, I think, around the league. They're just kind of curious about – you know, what he might bring to the table. All right, there you have it. The latest from Jeffrey Flanagan. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.